Okay. Counterclockwise. Counter, is that what that is? All right. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is episode 47, and I am Casey Waldrug. I'm Luke Petrified Forest. I'm Scott Reptile Garden, which I don't think is... Uh, it's Gardens. Reptile Kingdom. It's Reptile Gardens. All right. I am Stephen I-80. And I'm Mark Harhenge. <laughs> okay. And this is the podcast, Nothing's, Nothing's Too Weird. weird. I heard a, a, a preview beat. of it. Yeah, it sounds, sounds really good. cool. It makes my head go like that when yeah. I hear it. No one can see what I'm doing, but it's just bopping <laughs> it's, it. It's, just bopping it. It's a head bop. <laughs> head bop. <laughs> so in three episodes, Tommy O'Neill is going to be here. 50th. Number yep. 50. 50th. Might the, take the place. Diamond. Yeah. yeah. Is I'm, that the diamond uh, Is podcast? that what it is? A diamond one? Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, wow. And Tommy's bringing diamonds for everyone. <laughs> That's going to be great. <laughs> so, um, last night, Luke and I went to Adult Pizza Party. Mm-hmm. Have you guys heard of Adult Pizza Party? Yep. I haven't been yet, but I've heard okay. good things. Here's the thing. You haven't been yet, but you guys should go, because here's what happens. Starts on time. Yeah. So, wow. it's like at that 7... That mine there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, at 7, it's supposed to start, and at 7... Tommy Morgan Jr. got on the mic and was like, get your pizza if you want it. We're starting in 10 minutes. He said it exactly at 7. And then exactly 10 minutes later, it started. It shows our lights went out. Yep. There's candles on the table. The pizza's delicious. There's just seating, you know? Nice. It was nice. a packed house. It was, it was. full. I think tickets sold out. So yeah. get your tickets early for the next one. And it is kind of nice just having tickets and mm-hmm. just handing tickets over like... Here's where we belong. Send it was us so, there. It was so legitimate. You know, yeah. you got your tickets. You got delicious pizza. You were like, The stage here. lights yeah. went up. Mm-hmm. And then it ended at a normal time. Yeah. And so I recommend it. I know you got here early today, which I get everywhere early. Mm-hmm. Because of my anxiety, I'm just like, I've got to be way too early to everything. Well, you want to know what? You'll get out of there. It starts on time and you'll get out of there. And you can show up early. We showed up early and we got They're not going to kick you out. Nope. They seated us in the area. You can sit up front and smoke with the comedians. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um, another thing, when the comedian was talking, um, one woman in the crowd said, you can't write this stuff. <laughs> she was pretty pumped. And this is what you can't write. Someone going to... Sioux Sioux Land Community College. Sioux Sioux Empire. The Sioux Empire. There, there's or is Sioux Emperor College? Was that what it was? You weren't there, Scott. Why? Am I... <laughs> well, I Scott, um... tell us what happened there. Certainly, I can try my best. Uh, it sounds made it up. was it was a moment of crowd work. Yeah, and um, people were just eating it up. Yeah, the fact that 
I think they were mostly excited that a comedian was talking to the crowd. Right. And, and they were made... like, I can't believe this is happening. This is so exciting. <laughs> and he made a reference from their life. Yes. And so they, this woman was just like, you can't write this stuff. <laughs> it's like, well, if anyone did, it would be terrible. It would be weird. <laughs> yeah, like just sit home and write and like ask everyone in the crowd until you, you think... get to a guy that went to Sioux Empire. Do you think there is a comic out there that just writes all his crowd work ahead of time? I mean, I know there are <laughs> certain jokes that they you use yeah. go to joke like, are you are you working tonight? We'll get your feet off the stage, something yeah. like that. <laughs> or I don't come to where you work and knock the dick out of your mouth. <laughs> People say that to me all the time. <laughs> the closest I've really done to crowd work is don't stare at any one person too long. Right. <laughs> Just keep your eyes moving. Hi, where are you from? Never mind. <laughs> Bail immediately. Where are you from, Earth? All right. It's jokes about Earth. Oh. I think you should ask. Honey, he knows I'm from Earth. <laughs> you when can't I- write this stuff. <laughs> When I first started doing stand-up comedy, that was my opening. I was like, hello, people of Earth. <laughs> I think I watched too Did much of the Did anyone object and say, not me? I'm not from Earth. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's like they try to look for a mothership outside or something. Yeah, it's just weird enough. That was back when um, when Mike Kitzman had it at 4th Street Theater downtown. Oh, that was, that was, my first yeah, that was like, a few yeah. years ago. And the scene been... is so different now. Back then, it's like you had like the same 11 people show up every time and... Maybe two audience members. And now it's Maybe. a different 11 now people. It's the, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or now it's the same 20 people. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, because I don't usually attend things, because mm-hmm. they start later than I expect them to start. So, like, if I'll go to something, then it's like, we've been sitting here 40 minutes. I'm freaking out. we got to get out of here. Then it's like, well, I just am not going to go then. If it's <laughs> going to start 40 minutes late. Not this pizza yeah. party. Nope. So, that's yeah. something we can attend. And you guys should attend. I'm a big fan of punctuality. Yeah. Yeah. Big fan of punctuality. It's a good thing. It's a good, it's a rare trait for a comedian to be punctual. (laughs) Well, I remember uh, when I used to go to the House of Bricks, I'd show up way too early. I'd be there like a quarter after five. What time did it start? I would do it. Right. It'd just usually be us two. (laughs) So I just bring my sketchbook and my lack of eye contact, which is my jam. Yeah. But you know, just a bunch of anxiety in the yeah. room. It's fine. That must it's it's a it must be a uh, what do you call it like a trait for an anxi- an anxious person. Yeah. To show up early to things. Because I show up early to everything. Yeah. And like I've kind of gotten used to it at work, where I'm not like I need to show up too early. So now I'll start panicking if I'm like five minutes late. It, but I mean, I show up on time, and right. that's like I'm late. Yeah, I have that too. Yeah, yeah. But I've gotten comfortable with it, where I'm like. I'm comfortable enough to show up on time. Right. Yeah. Usually I still have this still like this anxiety checklist when I go to a place. I look for the exits. I check the seating capacity of the room. If like to a see if it's like a fire. Yeah. That's a well, good. I it's think not really a... to, like to take out a fire. I just want to like throw it as a distraction so I can get to the exit <laughs> faster. <laughs> In case I, of I a fire. I feel like I got to scout out the bathroom. Like, where's it at? Mm-hmm. What yeah. kind of shape is it in? Definitely. You know, is it ready for me if I need it? <laughs> Here's the thing. You ever been to a place with a bathroom where the, where the stalls don't have doors? Uh, yeah, where I used to work every, at the bowling alley. Every Rick. bar downtown. Is it really every bar? Probably. The ladies' room usually have doors, but at, I worked at a bowling alley in Dallas Center, and there weren't doors on the ladies' room. Wow. Yeah. 
Like in the stalls. Yeah, I mean, there's just one stall there wasn't in there. A, there was not just like an open space. Like... But it was like, yeah, there was no door on the stall. But right. it seemed... That's not something a lady's used to. No. Ladies demand doors. Right. That's something that we expect. Yeah, it's kind of uncomfortable to your business. And someone could just look in. You have to make like a door with your hands. And like... <laughs> You know what's going on here. Just you know, it does make it easier yeah. to pass toilet paper. You know, you just hand it over. Well, I know the House of Bricks, the former House of Bricks. I don't know. Is it still the House of Bricks? Now it's, it's Streetcar Two Hundred Nine. Yeah. Yep, Streetcar. It, it looks like just, the hotel from The Shining. It was just. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was just. Uh, it was. It's just a toilet, a urinal, and a sink. There's no really? division. About two and a half feet between each thing. Yeah. yeah. No I divider. Don't even think. So wait a minute. You can wash your hands before you even get up. Probably, well, nah, practically. That'd be about six feet, unless you have right. fantastic arms. Unless you had long arms and no boundaries. Be... <laughs> I don't even know if that's legal. Like, I don't care. Really? Yeah, I, I don't know. think it is. I think you have to have partitions. I think they nice. would just like, have more band posters up, if nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Um, I can not pee for a really long time, so a lot of places I don't see the bathroom. Because I can, I can and will hold it. You know, like last yeah. night, I didn't use the bathroom, and you were like, "The bathroom's really nice." I, I used it four times during the show. And you said, "This is really nice." Yeah. Good bathroom there, huh? Yeah. I just had to pee. I always have to. I. So does Scott. Scott I anxious pee. Accessible. Do you? So mm-hmm. do I. Yeah. Your adrenal glands are, sit right above your kidneys. What, adrenal, like adrenaline. Uh-huh. So that's why you have to pee all the time. When your adrenaline gets. Going, do you have to pee all the time, Mark? Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. I assume from my age, I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> I I can hold it. I held it all the way from Hawaii to um, Des Moines. I didn't go to the bathroom. Really? How yeah. long a flight is that? How long was it, Scott? Eight hours or something? Uh, yeah, like eight or nine. That's a long time. I did it. Yeah. I, I think if I was in a plane, I had to be the very first one in the restroom, and then I'd just hold the rest of the time. Yeah, you don't want to... I don't want to ask plane. since everyone else's dinner for the night before... Yeah. Have you not <laughs> been on a plane? Nope. You've never been on a plane. Uh, I, I peed leave on the a apartment, plane. so yeah, planes <laughs> come out of question right now. I um peed on a plane for the first time on our last time on a plane. Was Scott, this in remember? the bathroom or in the seat? Just in the seat. It's a rough landing. They allow that. Yeah. Device, so went on. <laughs> I got up and I and I'd never stood on a plane. You know, so it's really? like I walked on a plane when it was flying and peed, and it's like everyone knows what I'm doing. I'm going to pee. Here I go, everyone. Look at me. Have you ever used a, a bathroom <laughs> on a bus, like a cross-country bus? No. <laughs> mm, no. <laughs> what, what's it like? It makes a, an, an airplane bathroom look like the Four Seasons. What? It's 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 the worst. You might as well just open a door and go pee out the back of the bus. <laughs> I've heard it's basically a bathroom equivalent of having trench mouth. Yeah, yeah I it, it's it's. I was on a bus. I took a train back from New York to Des Moines. Yeah. I was on a bus because the train broke down. We were in the Smoky Mountains. I had had no sleep for like twenty four hours. Yeah. I had no food, no water. I go back to just to put some because I think they had a sink in the yeah. on the bus just to splash some water in my face and go pee. I was going pee. The door didn't have a proper lock on it. We went like down a hill or hit a bump. <laughs> the door flings open. <laughs> and I'm now peeing for an audience. <laughs> and now 
now you're registered on <laughs> The thing was, I wasn't even embarrassed. I was so tired, I didn't even yeah. care. I've um, peed in a Ritz-Carlton. Can you believe that? Brag. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> Can you guys believe that? Did the bathroom attendant there handing mints and towels out? There was legit towels to use. Um, so during Mardi Gras, there's nowhere to pee. Right. And then I'm like, I'm going in here. And I'm just going to pretend like I'm staying here. And there was like an elevator person. They're like, where are you going? And then I just made up a room number. And then they said, okay. Get in this elevator, then go down a hall, then you'll get in another elevator. I'm like, okay. And just acted like, yeah, this is true. That's a big place if there are multiple elevators. Yeah, and then so I got on and these Australians were like, this is why it's so expensive. They just let every fucking person in because I was just, you know, drunk fool in here looking like a trash box. But then I went into the bathroom. Oh, it was so nice. There was different types of towels to wash your hands with and it was... Real classy. You know, I have to say, that is the best Australian impersonation. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm an up-class Australian. Kangaroos. <laughs> That's all they talk wanted, about. Like, uh, it's almost like a, not a fantasy, but like, a, I've, I've always wanted there to be like, uh, built-in toilets to seats at public venue, like, if like you're at a, a game, game or a show. So you can just sit there and pee? Yeah, if you gotta go, you don't have to get up. And like, I know it would be weird like, if a guy Nothing's next too to weird. you just... <laughs> or whoever next to you started peeing, but you would get it. You'd be like, I, I get it. Alright, I won't watch. <laughs> I think, like, you don't want to get up. It's the game. It'd, just be wear another, a like, it'd be another rule. It'd be another like society yeah. rule. Yeah. yeah. I feel like the only downside is something like that would be you'd have like 15% of people fishing their phones out. <laughs> Where's the idiot peeing? <laughs> okay. This pee is dark. You know, I didn't even. <laughs> Dumbass, don't drink enough. He's dehydrated. <laughs> you know, I didn't even have it on our list that we were going to talk about bathrooms and stuff, but I'm glad we did. Right. Yeah. It needed to be talked about. <laughs> it did. So we figured out why. Scott, I didn't know you had figured out why you peed so much because of adrenal glands, because you're just. That's interesting. Uh, well, yeah. I also drink a lot of fluids. I don't pee as much as I I realize the eight years at my last job, I just, I would drink water and coffee like all day, mm-hmm. nonstop. And when you're sitting there, you just kind of feel the urge to pee more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But now that I move around more, I just don't even, I'm not even close. And I'm not drinking as much, I guess, because I'm moving. See? I'm not moving at work. Yeah, I'm not either. So I just am not peeing. I don't know, but I'm drinking water all day. I hold it. Some days I'll come home and be like, I haven't peed. I got to go pee for Scott. Like, I haven't peed today because I'll just realize it on the way home. Like, oh, I better pee. Remember when I was a kid, I used to be a game. I'd say how long I could hold my pee for. (laughs) Yeah. I guess the consequence now is like every bathroom break is an emergency bathroom (laughs) right now. So it's like, it goes like zero to oh no in about four seconds. I'm like, uh. You ruined it as a child. (laughs) I used up on my whole time for no reason at all. (laughs) Thanks, first grade. (laughs) So you're getting back into comedy, Mark. Yeah. Yeah. You're jumping back in. Your first podcast, this is it. Thank you for being here. Appreciate it. Getting out. Thank you, Stephen, for coming out. And is it because of anxiety and stuff has been holding you back? Well, back um, in December, my brain just kind of went... <laughs> 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 That's a good way to put it. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
I was having such uh, like anxiety and stress. I was working uh, Walmart, like, yeah. the, the return desk. Oh, it just said gem. <laughs> did you say this was in December that this happened? Like so, Christmas time. How long? Had, how long had you been, you been doing comedy before that? Um. I think it was like mid-April 2012 was my first time. Okay, so a few so years. So on and off for about yeah. four years. Yeah. But uh, what happened was um, I had a stroke in 2008. Really? Which really? is kind of weird. Because Dr. Oblivion was like, you had a stroke? I was like, yeah, yeah. And my <laughs> brain died, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> um, How old were you? That point? 2008, I would have been 31. Okay. Yeah. So what did it feel like? Like when you had a stroke, what happened? Uh, really, it's like I laid down and you feel something go numb, and I I couldn't get up initially. I couldn't. Oh jeez. So what were you doing when it happened? I was just watching the show. I was like, well, yeah. Was wow. it induced maybe by the show, or was it just happened to be that's what you're doing? Just one of those things, you know. Wow. Yeah. But uh, even since then, it's like if I have enough uh, anxiety and stress, sometimes I'll have yeah. what I call a factor reset of my brain. Which, uh, actually, I had one happen uh, a couple weeks ago at work. And usually, when these happen, you have anywhere between, or, I mean, I have anywhere between, like, a couple of days to, like, four or five months. I don't remember, initially. Really? Wow. So, like, when I was at work, I was like, where am I? I was like, I didn't remember working where yeah. I was at. Mm-hmm. And I was looking for snow outside, and there wasn't any. Yeah. So, wow. you just forgot that all these months happened? Yeah. Usually wow. what happens is I go home, I sleep a while, and it seems to yeah, be okay. But um, at the time, I'd have those happen almost on a daily basis at work. And I just I just quit. Well, that's good if it was, like, happening all the time. It was like... Um, it's, and it's, like, what, how, what triggers the memory back? How do you... You just sleep sometimes and it'll... I think it just... I'm, I'm like, at home, I feel secure and calm. Yeah. And right. I just kind of slowly... Mends itself, yeah. For lack of a better word, mm. yeah. But you're getting back into it. Yeah. When I was a kid, I I loved comedy. That's yeah. Like, that's the only thing. That's the first thing I wanted to be when I was a kid. I was a stand-up comedian. Or like, who I was your be... favorite comedian as a kid? Like, what did you watch? Or. Well, for um, comedy, when I was a kid, it was um, George Carlin. Yeah. Yeah. But even now, I prefer early Carlin. I don't really like as much as bitter Jamming f everything you. Carlin. Cause, his jamming series. Because <laughs> when I was a kid, my favorite stuff of his when he was like when he mocked like commercials, TV shows. Because mm. television was my greatest babysitter. Oh god! <laughs> you know what? I love TV. Yeah, for a father, huh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was just over the air program. I didn't have cable yet. Uh, but what? luckily, we had a video store and we rented every movie released between 1987 and 1990. <laughs> <laughs> what was everyone's favorite comedian as a kid? Like, who did you just love? I I would say I was like I was with George Carlin. Yeah, was probably yeah, Stephen Wright was Stephen Wright. Yeah. Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor. What about you, Scott? A stand-up comedian? Yeah. I didn't even really see stand-up until like. Louie when I was like oh. 13 or 14. I'd say as a kid I I think I loved Chevy Chase, I guess. Okay, so this is like when I was a little kid mm-hmm. I would always play Steve Martin record because my dad oh, had it and yeah. it had little bunny oh, yeah. ears on it. The uh, That's Wild and Crazy Guy. Is it? And then yeah. at one part he said Grandpa bought a rubber like yeah. that. Right. And then as a kid, and I had no idea what rubbers were, but I was just like I love this part. And then so my dad 
had the record and I kept putting it back to that grandpa bought a rubber part and my parents were probably like, what fun is this, this <laughs> idiot kid? But I was like, oh, this is great. And then I, of course, you know, he's tarnished now, but Bill Cosby really spoke to me as a child. Right. <laughs> the show or his records is... Um, you know, when he was talking about dad is great, give us chocolate cake. Because it felt oh, like yeah. he was kind of uh, talking himself. to me yeah. as a kid. Yeah. And then also, this is weird, maybe, Sinbad. I liked Sinbad, too. <laughs> so that, I. Yeah. I liked his movies. They're hokey as shit. I'll still watch them. <laughs> you ever seen that one with the kid from the commish where he's like a president's kid? And yeah. First kid? Yeah, first was kid. That, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I that and the one with Phil Hartman, it's house house guest. House yeah. guest, yep. Mm-hmm. It's absurd, but I, just, I love it. Yeah. It's like uh, when I was in like kindergarten, first grade, um, we bought the cassette for uh, Eddie Murphy's Delirious. Yeah. Which I really liked as a kid, but now it's like, wow, this is really like why was I listening to this as a kid? <laughs> but when you try to do any part of Delirious when you're six, you're gonna get in trouble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Or else you're going to really entertain some adults. Right. like Because they're like, this kid doesn't know what's going on. Like, Is that yeah. the red leather? Mm-hmm. That's yep. okay. Yep. It's red leather and then what was the other one? Yeah, I don't know what a the other one Blue leather. A different kind of leather, yeah. So, I, I really like Paula Poundstone, too. She was probably the first. Scott's related to her. You're related to Paula Poundstone? I, uh, very loosely. I've never met her or anything. It's my my mom's... Sister. <laughs> it's my mom. My mom's, <laughs> my mom's mom's maiden name or something is is Poundstone. Wow. They they go to Poundstone reunions, but like she's I, it's not like she's there. She's oh. not like doing sets at them. <laughs> that would be odd. <laughs> so Mark, I don't know if you're aware, but Luke and I also have anxiety. <laughs> We're, you know. We're big supporters of it. I used to have it real bad, but I can relate. Yeah, you can relate too. We're all sufferers. I don't know about if you've had anxiety, but... You know, from my own definition, I don't know. But considering my roommate tells me I suffer from it really badly, I'll I'll go based on his definition. You do. Okay, so we're all sufferers of anxiety. I I think it kind of... Everyone does it differently. Yeah. Like, to be honest, when I'm on stage doing comedy, I'm completely calm. There's no trouble at all. It's actually just the anticipation of talking yeah. to people mm-hmm. casually, and it really gets me. Ugh, yeah. Does okay, because this happens to me. Because I'll get real anxious, like just doing anything. Like even sometimes podcasting, I'm real anxious, and then afterwards, I'm like, I have no idea what I just said. Did it go right. fine? Who knows? Right. Do you ever like just forget what you just said when you're on stage? Well, I have the trouble of I'm really horrible writing down notes. I'll put like one or two words, maybe. Yeah. But I remember the joke long enough to do it on stage. And I get home, I look at it, I'm like, what the hell does this mean? <laughs> <laughs> I have like Twinkie, Lug Nut, Susie Sweet of Banshees, Windshield Wiper. And like, no idea. Like. <laughs> It's like the worst episode of Password ever. <laughs> um, I don't know if you guys are aware, but pugs are a good dog for anxiety and depression. I I'm I'm healed every time I every time. But I feel like Cosmo does help me a lot because it's like I'm just focused on him and you know his adorable Jesus-like butthole. <laughs> 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 
even now I'm still a little nervous around dogs. Uh, the first you dog was around, someone said, oh, this dog never hurt anybody. They like bit in my hand. He wouldn't let go. Oh. So it's not because of the divinity of their butthole. It's... No, it's not because Jesus is in their ass. <laughs> I don't know. Man, me like a more agnostic figure. That made me more comfortable. A new thing um, Luke and I just decided is going to be a thing last night is Cosmode. Is mm. when we go into Cosmode where it's just like, Listen, we don't care. We're doing it. We're having fun. We're, Who yeah. gives a shit? Yeah. We're jelly beans. We're jelly beans. <laughs> We're in Cosmo. Cosmo thinks he's a jelly bean. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say my cats probably help me the most with my anxiety. They do? Yeah. 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 I've like... been told one of my cats kind of acts more like a dog. He'll go happy and actually kind of whip his tail so he's like wagging it. <laughs> How many cats do you have? I have two. They're uh, Balinese tabby mixes, so... It's kind of interesting because one looks kind of like a... Balinese is pretty much like a Siamese, but more striping. Oh. On the face, paws, tail. Does it have blue eyes? Yep. Okay. And they have this version. It's called a fire tip Balinese, which is more of a blonde instead of like gray. And yeah. Each one is like each one of the parents. There was all the incest, but I think it was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I think when you only have two cats, it's like, well... <laughs> what else are we going to do? We've, we're cats. We don't play Scrabble. So, yeah. Uh. I feel like pets help a lot because it's just like this thing. I need they to take care of it. They play Scrabble, though. Shouldn't they? I think they just spell out words of food, I think. It'd just be food Scrabble. <laughs> when, when you have a cat long enough, you swear it starts saying like words you understand. Yeah. My oh, cat yeah. Ninja says the word ham real good. <laughs> like, like how? Do an <laughs> Every time I have it out, like, yeah, it's like, he will not stop. It's like the Terminator, but with wanting a food. <laughs> Is that what he wants, ham? He'll follow me to the ends of the earth until... Like it, lunch you know. meat ham? Any kind. Yeah. A couple of years ago, I actually had made like a five pound ham roast. And I took out of the oven. I had to step outside a minute. Maybe 10 minutes. When I came yeah. back, they ate almost half of it between what? the two of them. <laughs> They're like two cartoon cats that each swallowed on their football. <laughs> They're just lying on their sides, too full to move. They just open their eyes like, oh, shit. <laughs> it was worth it. I don't care. It's so weird, though, like, in the in the wild. Like, two cats would never jump a pig and, like, try, <laughs> try to tear it apart and eat it, you know? That's why cats don't evolve, because they have humans that can make, give them processed yeah, foods yeah. instead of them. So. I saw something that said... Like, cats are the only animals that can go from, like, domesticated to wild again and just transition. They just really? are, like, it's innate where it's, like, if they get outside, it's just, like, they can survive. It's and like then a survival the, gene gets switched on off at will, huh? Yeah. It's, so they could just kill humans. Yeah, they could <laughs> like kill us if they, if they wanted, wanted to, to, but they love us. <laughs> wow. I think it started in Egyptian times. They were trying to keep mice out of, like their homes right, and then yeah, so they yeah. fed them and then they kind of domesticated them but then the cats are still wild when i was in when i was in college i had a kid that was in a theater class with me from mm -hmm. kenya and they he told me they keep cats everybody in kenya has like 12 15 cats for like because, rodents well because they kill snakes oh you know, yeah. there's a lot of poisonous snakes in that area and a lot of times like like for example a cobra is a very fast striking snake but it's a very slow moving snake so the cats are so quick, the cobra will try to hit them. It'll move out of the way, smack it in the head, move out of the way, smack it in the head, and eventually kill it. Where, you know, you and I, cobras in the house, we're shitting our pants. Yeah. Cats I've, are amazing. I've seen that with on, like, snake documentaries where animals will bat them like that. Yeah. That's, you know, Cosmo well, no, ruined... 
Yeah. Oh, you can say it. What? Are you going to say the same thing? Yeah. Valetta the cat. She, I mean, not my grandma, but the cat. <laughs> Valetta Poundstone. She she'll like toy with bugs, you know, forever moths, whatever. And the other night she had a moth and was kind of you know, every couple of minutes just not killing it. The moth it. would try to muster up some life and like fly off, and she would just boom, bat it back down. Oh, I gotta ask a question about Valetta real quick. Yeah, she's the kind of cat that if she catches a snake or a mouse or anything like that. She has to show it to you? She hasn't... We have never had a mouse in here or a snake, but she just apparently likes to play with things, you know, and not kill them right away. Yeah. Just kind of play with half-life <laughs> moths. Junior high, my sister had a cat, and he had killed a garter snake, but it wasn't all the way dead yet. Yeah. He was very, very proud of his kills. So the next thing I know, my sister is sprinting up the stairs, a cat sprinting after her, and she is screaming, get the hell away from me, Abner, get away from me, get away from me, <laughs> slams her door, and I'm like, what in the world's going on? So I go upstairs, and there's a snake crawling around the floor, so I take <laughs> off in the other direction, and I was like, oh, I'll go show Steven this. Yeah. So I slam my door, and then my mom came up, and she ran away from me. Cat's like, so, what are these people's problem? Yeah. Yeah. And now the, the snake lives there. Yeah. <laughs> Did your mom like have to go work at that house once where the yeah. cat the cat would just bring back kills. bring back kills and leave them by the front door and there was just yeah, like a pile of Yeah, my mom had to clean them up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, neat. Yeah. I, I have only one cat that actually hunts, but I think he thinks of like a bounty hunter because he'll drop <laughs> off what he kills and he'll like look at the fridge. <laughs> Like, here's this. I want in there. <laughs> Just give me three minutes. You turn around. It's like a trade. I'll take what I want. <laughs> well, he'll just take, like, a courtesy bite. So, like, I tried. I didn't like it. But I know you have Hot Pockets up there. <laughs> it's like, um, my cats do stock actual groceries. One of the funnier things I ever saw them do is they learn how to do whippets with easy cheese. They actually learn how to, how to work it and get the cheese out. What? And so they, I saw them, they ate a whole can of cheddar and bacon easy cheese. Wow. Them. So you guys want crackers, you know, so you can pretend you're trying to be civilized? Because <laughs> I'm, I'm a big guy, I don't do that. Like, <laughs> you didn't teach the cats that. <laughs> yeah. I usually prefer complex cheese. Yeah. <laughs> well, Cosmo did ruin um, Valetta's good time, good kill time, though. Oh yeah, I mean, she was just sitting there playing with it like that, and he just came over and one fell swoop just <laughs> crushes and kills his mom. <laughs> yeah, and she's just looking at him like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" And then he just we could have had like two more hours of fun here. And to that moth, they are the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> Cosmo is Leatherface. <laughs> <And Cos> <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny because then like Cosmo when it was going on and Valetta was doing this he looked at her like what are we doing now like kind of like and then he just slammed it down and he looked at her like aren't you proud of me like, <laughs> and she was just like how dare you <laughs> I've let you into this home <laughs> alright I don't know how we're getting on these pee and stuff tangents but I'm you know well that was a murder tangent it so. was a murder <laughs> You know, murder and body fluids are universal. You know. <laughs> so, okay. Back to anxiety. Let's never get off anxiety. Let's just keep on it. <laughs> I probably never will, actually. Yeah, let's just keep riding this out. So, well, What do you yeah. think's got you better? Yeah. Mm, I got a really great on lady in my life, my fiance. Oh, good. 
Um, she's been very understanding, very supportive. Actually, like my first relationship, I had her supportive. Otherwise, like, oh yeah, you're kind of broken. Let's put you over here. Where do single people go? And there you go. Yeah. Well, that's good. Shout out to your lady. It's kind of yeah. cool though, because she's younger. So like, she's only 26. I'm 38. So it's like, sometimes I feel like she's like retard sitting me. You know? Oh, that's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> Is she an anxious person too? Does she have anxiety? Um, I'd say not really. Or no. she hides it so I can't tell. Yeah. <laughs> but um, sometimes, like, of all things, I also get these really unusual hyper spells. Yeah. Like back when I'm like five, and usually it's at high V of all things. I just want to find some random place. Yeah, yeah. I'm going there. I just want to pick up a can gun and just whip it, see how many aisles I can throw down before I hit somebody. She's like, no, it's like, come on. It's like a victimless crime if you don't know who you're hitting. (laughs) It's like punching someone in the dark. So, Heidi has what, about 21 aisles? All right. Let's look at a map. There's a high V map. Time out. Go into a high V, walk down every aisle, and you tell me if you see a smile or not. Sometimes <laughs> a smile, sometimes a bemused grin. You know, I'll tell you, I've we've had a real problem with the meat department by us. It's these old men, and they just are pissed to have to get us meat. And I hate asking them. I'm just like, I'm sorry, you have to get me some meat. Really? Yeah. And I just want to tell them, there's a fucking fairway going up. Yeah. <laughs> like, get, get your together. shit together. Yeah, fairway. They're they're so nice in those little paper hats. Yeah, know. and they just are so. Everyone talks about their meat and how nice their meat department is, and they got these yahoos at High V fucking it up for the whole company. Now, now I know not all fairways are the same, but is the fairway by you guys one of the ones where you walk down below, then the then the people walk up above you? Yeah. Yep. The one by us is just being built, but the one in Grimes is like there's people walking up above. Well, what like, are they doing? Up there? I, it was so cool. I don't know. That's just that's just their office. Yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah, I thought it was cool when I was little too. I was like, how did those people get up? There? I didn't These know there were offices ducks. at grocery stores. I would think they would be somewhere far away. Mm-hmm. Or like, what about at dolls? People. There used to be like a raised like area that was kind of by the registers. Yeah. When I was a kid, that was the only grocery store we had in town was at Fairway. When I first saw my first pair of Mormons around town, I was like, boy, those ferry employees sure like their 10 speeds. I think it's going to be really frustrating if you're a Mormon shopping and people come and ask you where something is. Like, I'm just shopping here. I don't work here. Like, look the way you're dressed. You work here. Just, just help me. Yeah. I um, um, When I my old roommate talked to some Mormons one time, and then they came back to talk to her, and then they introduced themselves to me, and they both refer to themselves as Elder, and I thought they were saying that was their first name. I said, oh, you're both named Elder. <laughs> and then they just laughed but didn't explain it. And then finally later, as I got older, and then I learned that they called themselves Elder, then okay. I'm like, oh, I'm an idiot. Who calls themselves Elder? Like, is it, you have to be they say certain, I'm elder a certain level Mormon? Must be. Or can just any any old Mormon? I think it's after so many Casey. years of study. Yeah. I think it's that's you're on a mission, like a... Well, I'm a man on a mission. Yeah, you're an elder. <laughs> I'm an elder. Yeah. I worked with a Mormon once. He's, I think for him, it's a, it's like after six years of dedicated servitude, you become an elder. Oh, you're just a brother, so uh-huh. you know, you're like in a b-boy group. <laughs> and you're an elder. It's like put in a tracksuit. You got the robes now. Yeah. Scott, how do you manage your anxiety? Uh, medication, I guess. Yeah. And uh, keep them busy. Can I ask what you take? Uh, yeah, uh, citalopram. I take. Uh, I had prescription for Xanax, but I haven't refilled it. I think it's Wellbutrin. 
I yeah. tried that. Yeah. I tried Xanax once, and it made me um, yeah, it's impotent. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was like, are you any less anxious? Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I have more shit broken with this drug than before I came in here. <laughs> so I'm on... We're just saying what we're on. I'm on Lexapro now, but before this, I was on Effexor, and I don't know if this is just my problem, but, like, I got to a point where it's like, go to a doctor for a refill with the Effexor, and then I'm like, I'm not going to the doctor for a refill. (laughs) And then I'm like, this shit's making me boring. I'm stopping it. Right. I feel fine. Like, what am I really like? That's what I kind of wanted. I'm like, this is ruining me. Right. And then so I stopped taking it, and... Just the day after stopping taking it, my I was getting brain zaps, like electrical. Like I would turn my head. I don't know if any of you have ever gotten off any of this oh, stuff. Yeah. Scott, yeah. I've had zaps, yep. Wow. So like I I would turn my head and my brain would just kind of, it'd feel like electricity shooting through my brain. And I was dizzy and I was like walking around work and I was walking on my tiptoes because I felt like I was kind of falling and I just kept like crying. Dizzy, yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. I've got to get out of this. Yeah. And then I called the doctor. I'm like, I need a refill. But then I'm like, okay, it's been days. So I just kept the pills in my bag and kept mm-hmm. getting off it. Then finally it stopped, but I was reading online about all this stuff. But what I did, what I thought was speaking to me and helping me through was Pink Floyd The Wall. Really? I was like, this album is about coming off antidepressants. <laughs> and I was like, I know it's not, but I feel like this is really... And I would just listen to that album over and over. And then I'd be like, this is fixing me. Maybe it was. I think it was. Way. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, Roger Waters. Yeah, yeah. Like Comfortably Numb or Wish You Were Here or any song. When it got to the Young trial. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know the trial. Yep. Good morning, yeah. worm, your honor. No. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Who's caught red-handed showing feelings. <laughs> showing feelings of an almost human, human nature. nature. This, this will, will not, not do. 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 Okay, yes. I, can I be the mother? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, right before I started getting myself fixed, I was listening to that a lot because it was very relatable. What? That Me is too, crazy. though. When I Seriously? Was, not recently, but when I was a teenager, yeah. the wall, I would listen to it every day for a while. Yeah, my dad, when I was a teenager, my dad got me the movie. Mm-hmm. And, like, he took me to a Pink Floyd concert, so he was like, you're getting into this. The Pink Floyd? They were, yeah, they were the Division Bell tour. Okay, so the reform, this is uh, yeah. after Roger Waters yeah. left. And then, so he was like, you got to start listening to this. And he bought me that movie. And I'm like, whoa, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, as a kid. And so I would listen to that. And then finally I got, you know, the whole album. Right. And so, that's weird that we all kind of... It's another anxiety thing. I think it yeah. it, it yeah. helps. It speaks to people that are suffer from that. It does. Now, and if I... anyone in the music industry hears this, yeah. you should market Pink Floyd's Wall <laughs> along with ads for Wellbutrin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's really interesting yeah do you ever have it where that. you was like in a like a, a sorry a situation where you're really anxious and like you have poor impulse control yeah mm-hmm. uh, like my my thing used to be like if i was someplace where there's alcohol especially if we didn't have to pay for it because i'm cheap <laughs> i would binge drink like no other um actually it's been like almost three years now since i've been drink last i just I had enough. Do you drink at all now? Or I've had like five alcoholic drinks since then. 
I know, because um, I bought them all. <laughs> <laughs> well, my worst was when I was three years ago. I drank almost two gallons of hard liquor in about 90 minutes. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. And when you're at someone else's house and you didn't pay for it, real dick move. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem. Just a dick move. Yeah. Uh, especially, you know, ultimate dick move. Die of alcohol poisoning in yeah. someone else's house. I think I almost did. Well, uh, like, yeah. My kidneys were hurting for like two to. weeks. Like. For weeks, of course, it was. I didn't go to the hospital because I'm a man. We don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Just ride it out. But I had like a six-day hangover. I was like drinking like two Ooh. gallons of water a day to count it. And, nope. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow. I was working Dollar General. I was like, <laughs> here's your crab go. I mean, have a nice day. <laughs> you know what? Dollar General, you don't work there anymore, so I feel safe saying this. <laughs> it is a trick. Because everything isn't a dollar, but at the Dollar Tree, everything is a dollar. Right, the, yeah. And I feel like, if you're saying a dollar, it's all just increments of a dollar. Well, it's because general. of the name, you see. Yeah. Dollar General is like the military industrial complex. They tell you what it pays to make something, but it should cost a lot more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get um, my all of my helium foil balloons at the Dollar Tree. <laughs> Not Party City? No, no. I mean, Party City is where I belong. But, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I go to Dollar Tree. I look like in the refrigerator freezer section. Like, how depressed I have to be to eat this? <laughs> I'm there. All right. Yeah. Who I'm, has I'm not on any medication. Uh, <laughs> Try it. It's fun. <laughs> though Idiot many people loser. say I should be. <laughs> Douche. <laughs> what would you all recommend? Because I, I would like to try something, because this is not working. <laughs> Nothing else, just start with placebos and just I'm let on people tell you what it works. Most people start on Lexapro. That's what I'm on Good. now. I went from um, Cymbalta to Effexor to Lexapro. Okay. I mean, since I've gone on this health kick, I've felt better. That's good. But still, I this shit's got to stop. <laughs> well, to, go, to go with you on the health kick, then you guys just use good old-fashioned vitamin D, get out in the sun, take a little walk. I outside take it, I, are you I crazy yeah exactly i take it orally i take outside what the rest of the okay. world is i just said i take vitamin d orally i didn't mean that um well i did yeah <laughs> but i mean i'm also taking a pill Thing is a stupid question. I found out differently tonight. <laughs> All my high school teachers taught me that. <laughs> he asked a dumb question, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break and we're going to prescribe Luke some pills. And we're going to pee, maybe. I'm not. I don't need to. <laughs> you can hold it forever. I can hold it forever. You're going to do four more podcasts after this. <laughs> yeah. We'll just pretend we're on a bus. Yeah. <laughs> and we will be back. I don't need it, but now and then I go to a party, 
get drunk and the next morning I can't for the life of me remember what I did with it. First I looked around my apartment and I couldn't find it. So I called up the place where the party was, they hadn't seen it either. I asked them to check the medicine cabinet, cause for some reason I leave it there sometimes, but not this time. So I told them if it pops up to let me know. I called a few people who were at the party, but they were no help either. I was starting to get desperate. I really don't like being without my penis for too long. It makes me feel like less of a man, and I really hate having to sit down every time I take a leap. After a few hours of searching the house and calling everyone I could think of, I was starting to get very depressed, so I went to the Kiev and ate breakfast. Then as I walked down Sicken Avenue towards St. Mark's Place where all those people sell used books and other junk on the street, I saw my penis lying on a blanket next to a broken toaster oven. Some guy was selling it. I had to buy it off him. He wanted 22 bucks, but I talked him down to 17. I took it home, washed it off, and put it back on. I was happy again, complete. People sometimes tell me I should get it permanently attached, but I don't know. Even though sometimes it's a pain in the ass, I like having a detachable penis. I mean, it's not about Jerusalem. It's the New Jerusalem. Metaphorical, it's New York. yeah. Yeah. It's not like Jesus. It's not like Cosmos, but. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> Scott, a... think of the song "Walk into Jerusalem." You guys know that one? No. Mm-mm. Nobody. Mm-mm. Walk into Jerusalem. There's a by. Walk into Memphis. The only thing. Just <laughs> the case, uh, big question mark. Um, I believe the guy was assassinated. That. Helps, John F. Kennedy. John F. Kennedy wrote. <laughs> John F. Kennedy. Bobby Kennedy. The original Alpha. We're getting to the bottom of a lot of mysteries tonight. Yes. <laughs> Who's DB Cooper? Who knows? They Didn't shut. They closed the case. But they didn't yeah. know. They just kind of said. They said we're to done hell with, with it. it. Yeah. Screw it. Yeah. Did they ever find the money? Didn't they kind of find some money somewhere? Right. I don't know. I watch shows that are questionable in nature. <laughs> like, I watched a show on mermaids, and, like, for forever, I was like, 
This is fact. <laughs> I know the, and I don't mean when I was a kid. I mean like a couple years ago. Right, I, know, I know the documentary. Yeah. <laughs> and I was convinced this was like scientists putting this on. Right. Even though the people were terrible actors. Yes. Yes. And were so clearly actors. And then like midway through I was like, oh, wait a minute. Right. What's going on here? My, You're talking about mermaids the evidence found. Yeah. I am. My whole problem with that, well, besides everything, <laughs> yeah, was if you're an actor and you're supposed to be playing the part of someone in a documentary, yeah, lay off on the over dramatizing <laughs> everything. You know what I think? The guy from that the show is, but he's always like, and I thought to myself, this could be real, right? It might not be real, but it could be real. That guy. But that even. That even is... Are you talking about the ancient aliens? Yes. <laughs> but that is even more sincere than someone yeah. clearly I acting. Think I read something like there's a rule on these shows, and it's kind of like the same on these murder shows I watch, where the actors can't be SAG actors. So they're uh, like, kind of like... Community you know, theater. Yeah, community theater actors. And like accounting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> When I was young, I think I've talked about this on the podcast before, but my mom got me like a washcloth that kind of commemorates my problem. But I watched the movie Splash all the time, and I thought if I poured salt in the tub, I could turn into a mermaid. (laughs) And so my mom let me pour a bunch of salt in the bathtub, and then I pinched myself like, here come my fins, and they didn't come. But my mom got me a washcloth that said... Still kind of pissed. I'm not a mermaid, and I am still kind of pissed. Now the real tragedy there is if you turned into Daryl Hannah in the process. <laughs> I used to make my mom braid my hair so it would look like it was her hair in that movie. I was real mermaid phase for a while, right. where I was going to turn into one, it's and a- then I got into my overboard phase, where I watched the movie <laughs> Overboard, Goldie which Hanukkah, Russell, yeah, continues yeah. to this day. I'm in my overboard mm. phase. <laughs> Every time that movie's on, I have to watch it. I love yeah. it. So Do you we, love it, Mark? I'm kind of afraid of that movie now because I'm afraid once I'm going to blank my brain out, I'm going to be working for Kurt Russell and. <laughs> <laughs> he said You'll my name a, was Annie. <laughs> You'll have another. And I'm stroke. a short, fat yeah. slut. <laughs> you have um, sweaty short carpenter. Flats. Oh God, People in Washington are really tall. Six foot two is short. <laughs> <laughs> that sweaty carpenter. You're that sweaty carpenter. Eat your checkers. Oh, God. I just see you're going to have to like take care of Kurt Russell's kids. <laughs> Those shitheads. <laughs> she turns their life around, though. She, she really does. I wouldn't have had the patience. I would have gone Susan Smith on those kids. Like, Look up, kids. I'm going to put the rock in this accelerator. <laughs> I think we just talked about Overboard because, you know, that's how I learned about the seven wonders of the world. Right. And also... Um, I was once in a cult, the Immaculata, and I don't know if you remember the scene from Overboard. It's not really a cult. It's, <laughs> you I know. What is it? I... Um, it's like a 30-day let's be awesome That sounds thing. like a cool cult. It is. <laughs> it's called the Immaculata, and I was doing it, and um, every time I'd be like thinking of overboard when they're like come in immaculata come in immaculata <laughs> then he's like i don't want to come in there's mutiny <laughs> one thing that always set me that i remember from the movie overboard is that no mini golf course looked nearly as cool as that one oh did in that i movie. know she did such a good job with that 
That she designed that. She, yeah. She changed their lives. I, she found <coughs> talents that she didn't know she had. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, I was thinking the other day because I have watched and listened to the comedy special by Paul of Tompkins, Laboring Under Delusions, probably it's a, it's a great a hundred times. Yeah. Just like like that comedy special is my overboard where it's just like <laughs> I'm never tired of it. Right. It's funny every time. I don't know. Is there anything is there any movies or <clears throat> anything that you watch over and over again besides Overboard? Obviously we all hear watch Overboard. <coughs> I tell you over. what, anything with Kurt Russell. I don't care if it's <laughs> really? Captain yeah. Ron Captain Ron Breakdown. He's a great actor. Breakdown is awesome. Oh my Escape god. Escape from LA. <laughs> my favorite is Escape from New York for Kurt Russell. Oh boy. Yeah. Or the computer wore tennis shoes. Was Tango that and cash? Tango and cash. Oh yeah. That's <laughs> just alone. Yeah. <laughs> You know, they would have got electrocuted. I have never seen, seen Tango and Cash. I don't think I have either. Yeah, having Sister still in those glasses, I never believed anyone never having eye problems. Like, you don't need those glasses. You know? <laughs> I The movie I'll watch over and over every time, it's, and it's not on that often, mm-hmm. uh, is the 1980 uh, Lily Tomlin, Jane Fonda, Dolly Parton vehicle. Nine to five. Yes. Nine to five. Scott, that's Dabney another Coleman. one I watch all the yeah. time. I, and it's not on Tootsie. very Tootsie is yeah, another good one. Yeah, he watches Tootsie all the time. And he says I watch the movie Flash Gordon all the time, too. You do? I just watched it a couple days ago. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I've ever seen Flash Gordon. I think it's about one of the greatest it's soundtracks weird. ever. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. wonderful. It's Queen is their soundtrack. Yeah. yeah. When I was a kid, I used to watch the same movie all the time, because I don't know about you young kids here, <laughs> though, but uh, when I was just a young whippersnapper in 1986... <laughs> We bought a used copy of Back to the Future. It cost eighty nine ninety five. What? Eighty nine ninety five. A new copy would have been about up forty dollars more. Yeah. Of on VHS. Yeah. Whoa. Is that really how expensive they? But they're really good quality. Then, like that cassette was like five pounds. I like, literally have seen film. that movie so many times. I can set the movie on and say what they're going to say about. And Back to seconds. the Future. Yes. From like all three, all three from second grade through high school, I am I was watching almost every day of summer break. Okay, well, I'm a useless trivia person, okay. and I don't know if anybody else in this room knows this besides me, Mr. Strickland. Okay. Yeah. Does anybody know where he went to college at? No. Sioux Emperor. <laughs> uh, he went to Coe College in Cedar Rapids, and then he got his graduate degree from the University of Iowa. Wow. He was also in Masters of the Universe, so yeah, his yeah, career is... Yeah. Yep. That was a cool one. <coughs> um, Back to the Future. That's what you watch all the time, too? Mm. No. Oh. Uh, my dad tried to take me to it twice. Oh, yeah. And I got too scared both times when the DeLorean was backing out of the truck into oh, the park. Oh, yeah. Like, ten minutes in. I just got terrified. Had to leave. Wow. Two times. I got kicked out of the theater for Back to Future 3. Glorian got hit by a train. I was like, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I was like 12. And I guess if you're 12 and you live in Winterson and you say a big F word, it kind of upsets people. <laughs> so, Scott, what movie do you watch all the time? None. Is this not a thing you do? <clears throat> it's not really a thing you do. Not anymore. It used to be. But I think TV is more like if Breaking Bad's on, I'll watch. I don't mm. care. Yeah. They have a, a marathon on IFC. I'll just watch as many as I can handle. Yeah, I'd say I'd say now I, I'm actually the most varied I have and actually when I watch. Because for the longest time, the only thing I never watched at home was either Mystery Science Theater yeah. or uh, Riff yeah, Tracks. Yeah. Or what was the second one? Riff Tracks. It's like What's the that? more modern version. Oh. 
You can buy them just as MP3s and oh, watch them. Yeah. Who I'll watch. Who's in? Who's whose purview is that? Do you know? uh, Mike Nelson, <coughs> Kevin Murphy, Bill Corbett, okay. primarily. They do have some celebrity ones. Uh, Mike Nelson, Word Al did Jurassic Park, and that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay, so we've gone around the horn yeah. here. Scott doesn't watch them. Well, he watches. He what binge watches TV? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I just kind of passively watch. Like yeah. if nine to five's on, I'm not changing it to anything else. Right. Obviously, Tootsie. The same with you. It's weird that we binge watch the same. Movies. <laughs> We're the same person. We are the same person. Do you ever have a movie that if you come across it, you usually watch it till the end, no matter what point? Oh yeah. 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 Roadhouse. What is it? Roadhouse. <laughs> Seriously, I watched that for the first time. Scott yeah. made me watch Roadhouse. I've noticed that most with uh, Terminator Two Judgment Day. <laughs> Terminator 2, Judgment Day. Yeah, that's when I was yeah. like, come yes. on, I watch it. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, God, your lives are so different than me and Luke. <laughs> T2, for sure. It is 9 to 5. <laughs> Overboard. Overboard. You know, T2. You know I'm, I'm sure I can say this in front of all the rest of you guys. We all have, like, our little weird habits we do. Yeah. One of my favorite types of music is music from television and movies. And I will, I will literally get my soundtracks or like, like theme well, songs. I'll, I'll download it if I'm allowed to say that. I'll download <laughs> the music and like I'll be like going down down the road and like everybody else is like is like you know like I like big butts and I cannot lie and like yeah. that kind of stuff. And here I am, bum 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 da 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 da. You should get this CD series that came out with like in '96, '97. It's called Television's Greatest Hits. Oh, yeah. I've, I see. Oh, yeah. My our library has. <laughs> I used to have two or three of those, and usually Hawaiian Fi- Hawaii Five O was the one I listened to the most. Is that how does that? Is that the? I've never watched the show, but I know the theme song. Right. You ever no? The timeout. That's another thing I have to say real quick. You guys ever had a show that like you hated the TV show, but you loved their theme song? Oh, like when I was man. a kid, now, now now at the age thirty one, I appreciate the Waltons, but as a as a ten year old, I hated the show because I thought it was boring as hell. But I would always watch the theme. What's the theme song? It's basically the musical equivalent of waiting in a breadline. Yeah. We would go to my grandma's, you know, just all the time because she was absolutely delightful. But like at night when we would go there, she would be watching Mash, and I would like just hate the theme song. And I'm like, this is making me so sad. And then I found out when I get older, it's called like Suicide, suicide is, is Painless. Painless. It is such depressing. And there are words. There are. <laughs> yeah. Like when I would hear it, even as a kid, I was like. I hate this. I hate how it's making uh, me feel. Like, right. It is a very melancholy. Tune. You ever heard yeah. the uh, the cover by the Manic Street Preachers? Mm-mm. Oh, guys, you gotta listen to that. It's great. Boy, I wonder what their gospel's like. <laughs> it's about pug butts. Pug butts. Pug butts yes. I like pug butts, but and I can't lie. <laughs> you are the Jesuits can't deny. <laughs> It's like a really weird wiggle song. <laughs> we recently watched, like me, Scott, and Luke watched the movie Whiplash. Have you guys seen that? That's the uh, the roller derby one, right? No, that's um, oh, that's Whip It. Whip it. Whip it yeah. yeah, this is the J.K. Simmons. Yeah, I yeah. always say J.K. Rowling. I do too. I just said that. At work. I was like, I hate J.K. Rowling. <laughs> it's just like, how dare you? <laughs> yeah, it, it was. It was a, it was a it was an experience intense. yeah like 
It's a, a it's a movie? drumming It was movie. in 2014. 2014? And it's it won about, a bunch of awards. A guy like a, like is a like a headmaster at a private school, like a musician school. And there's a young freshman kid who's a drummer. And it's... She described it as Full Metal Jacket meets okay. Showgirls. <laughs> Which it kind of is. It yeah. is what it is. Because there's this intense, and... <laughs> like drill sergeant type thing coming from this guy and then there's all this infighting with these young musicians and it's like an aggressive drummer dead poet society yes yeah Yeah. and when we first started watching it it's like this guy is just yelling at the band and like he's calling them retards and i'm like this takes place in the 50s when you could get away with calling people retards yeah and it's like then as in my mind, I'm thinking this is taking place in the 50s. Then all of a sudden, someone's on a cell phone, and I'm like, what's going on here? Yeah. You, you're going to be fired, <laughs> and you should be. But and then it's a private school, Scott said, so yeah. they can't be. So I guess if you're at a private school... I mean, school, they can be, but not by uh, some sort of law or government. Right. It's going to be... I think depending on a teacher, like, okay, prove me wrong, he's not a retard. <laughs> <laughs> and so it was just like... And then Scott was like, why are you getting so upset because these he is were, the worst. Because he was really a long, a long way from Juno's dad. Yeah, he was, <laughs> and it was upsetting. But Scott also like when we were watching Breaking Bad, I just hated Walter White, and I'm like, can someone just fucking kill him? And then Scott's <laughs> no. like, how can you hate the main character? I'm like, because he's the worst person that has ever lived. You ever found out a fact, and when you find it out, you're just you're in total shock the rest of the day. Yeah. That is the same guy that played the dad on Malcolm in the Middle. Yes. No, I found that out. I literally went into shock, went into my room, and didn't come out for like four hours. <laughs> it's he's upsetting, and he was the worst person that had ever lived, and no one would kill him, and he was just ruining lives. But it's and not I real. Him. But I know. But I mean, so just enjoy what Scott doing, acted like. You know? I mean, I still enjoyed the show, but I just hated him, and I'm right. like, someone kill him. Someone came so, up for with my that. enjoyment. Someone, someone came kill up him. with that, right. and someone executed that. Yeah. I, couldn't, I couldn't get into Breaking Bad because I was so used to him being a comedic actor. I was like, right, he was where's the slapstick? Uh, that, yeah. Hmm. Oh, yeah, he was the Jewish dentist. Right. right. Yeah. Well, the what? one that made... That. The converted Jewish yeah, dentist. Yeah, for the jokes. For the jokes. Yeah. <laughs> You're an anti-dentite. <laughs> You're a rabid anti-dentite. <laughs> um, so we watched that, and it was upsetting. But then mm-hmm. the next day, Scott was watching Karate Kid 3. And oh then, God! Nice, Karate Kid Three, <laughs> nice palate Scott, cleanser. What kind of a masochist do you have to be to watch Karate Kid Three on your own will? <laughs> because okay, I maybe this is one of these movies that he's like, yeah, we're gonna watch it. But mm-hmm. so we're watching. I like Karate Kid Three. Yeah, we're watching Karate Kid Three, and then it's, I. It's terrible. Obviously, I like all the Karate Kids too. I'm a big Ralph Macchio fan. Big Ralph Macchio <laughs> fan. And you know, at the end, it's like you see the montage. Here's Cobra Kai. They're all beating each other up, being terrible, and that's how they're training. And they're good at karate. But then you see Mr. Miyagi and Daniel LaRusso. And what are they doing? Like yoga on the beach and stuff. (laughs) And they win. And I think what J.K. Simmons needs to realize, you don't have to be Cobra Kai. (laughs) You can be... You can be... The guy. The Miyagi-Go karate. You know, he won an Oscar for that role, right? Won an Oscar for that. I role. mean, as a teacher, but was it worth it? Yeah. <laughs> really? no, let's talk about the Karate Kids. Okay. Yeah, let's talk about they the do. Kids. They go in order from like strength to weakness, right? Mm-hmm. 
But there's something about three that I just enjoy because they bring back the Cobra Please. guy. Yeah, yeah they bring Please. him back, and it's really sad what's happened to him. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. really sad. And then you get to see Daniel be really broken and, like, corrupted and, like, a like a Empire Strikes Back dark side way, you know, That's and true. he almost okay. turns. Looks like I need to watch it. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm the same here. So, I'm probably, you know, not making any judgments or anything here. I would I love it... some judgments. Okay, okay. Guilty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Am I the only one that did sports in high school in here? No, I did a lot. Yeah. Scott, I did, I did lot. track sorry, in eighth grade. Sorry to make that assumption. I this is oh, not a track yeah. body. Uh, <laughs> they made me a sprinter. Yes, they made you a sprinter, yeah. I do not sprint. <laughs> Here's my biggest problem with Karate Kid 3. Karate Kid Part 2, he has a fight to the death with the other kid, right? Yeah. And then the and drums. Then, and then, in Part 3, I remember that. He's, getting yeah. his, he's getting his butt kicked by a local city champion. Yeah. Does that make sense? No. No. He's battle-hardened at that point. Yeah. Good point. That guy's not even gonna. I did want one of those drum him. things. Well, there's yeah. well, there's yeah, passion, yeah, yeah. and like you just point like, eh, I want to be a karate man now. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 35. I'm still called the karate kid. <laughs> I hate underoos. God, that would be brilliant if someone came out karate. right the now karate start man. making karate man. Scott. Uh, Ralph Macchio now. Why don't you do that, still Scott? Still pretty good at it, but. <laughs> You know, Ralph Man, Macchio is He at also the... drives a Subaru. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a knockoff the asylum would make. It's not the karate, it's karate man. He's 19. <laughs> Cis, Mr. Moogie, male see, karate man. <laughs> <laughs> see, he's doing polish on, polish off. So you can't sue us. I tell you what, if you wanted to, to have a kid just come over and do a bunch of work for you, just have him do all this stuff for you, and at the end of it, what have I learned? Nothing, but thanks for the car wash. Yeah, like, that was training. <laughs> yeah. Some kind of training. I That's mean, the greatest scene in part one when Daniel Russo gets pissed off. He's like, I haven't learned shit from you. You haven't taught me anything. He goes to leave. Oh, I, I know, son. Oh, show me this. And he oh, goes to punch him. He tries to kick him in the nuts and he blocks all the yeah. the kicks and everything. Oh, God, karate kid. Come back tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I saw this video a while back as um, a YouTuber was uh, saying how Daniel was actually the villain of the karate kid. What? And yeah. since I saw it, it had some really good points. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it what? did. What was the point? Like, we'll talk about like how Danny interrupted the volleyball game and was, like says so like kind of creeping on this girl. <laughs> yeah, and he is kind of. What? Didn't he win technically using a legal move at the end of that movie? And you know, I it, don't know what that move was. One of the best points I bring up in the little video Mark's talking about is at first the blonde haired kid. And I can't remember what his name is. He actually tries to be friendly with Daniel, and Daniel's the one that starts the fight. Fucking Daniel. Look, oh, fuck you, I'm from New York. I'm going to kick your ass, huh? Reseda piece of shit. Reseda. That's right. We've talked extensively about how he hates the fact that he's from Reseda. Well, everyone hates it. It's not just him. People look down upon him for being from Reseda. Oh, that boy from Reseda? Yeah, that boy from Reseda. Oh, the trashy kid. <laughs> Where are you from, Reseda? Oh, fuck you. You know, in modern day times, if he were to meet a local, I don't know what he says, a maintenance man, a janitor, whatever, mm-hmm. he, wouldn't, he wouldn't have taught him how to how to do karate to be sitting in the back smoking joints. Yeah. <laughs> it taught him how to hide his liquor in porn. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be fighting Pokemons. Right. Where's the Pokemon go? <laughs> See, yeah. if you wind up in the girl's locker room, just say you found a Snorlax on your app. Like, oh, oh, it's gone now. <laughs> yeah, I gotta go. Here's how you know this Pokemon thing is just... 
wonderful. No. Uh, I, I just don't like it because my phone be doesn't cool. get it. No, I, I just know. take pictures of CDs and pretend I'm playing Monster Rancher. <laughs> it's just soaked into everything and invaded everything. Immediately. I heard a, there was a, a story on the news tonight about someone vandalized or broke something at the sculpture park. Really? Doing Pokemon and shit? No, no. The whole story was just about how something at the sculpture park got broken. There was like $40,000 worth of damage. Wow. This and, that. and at the <clears> end of the story, they said, there is no reason to believe that someone playing Pokemon did this. Wow. <laughs> like, what? It's, I think it was that big round sculpture with all the colored windows. Because I think one pane is like forty grand to replace yeah. it. Yeah. Really? What? Okay, I got to get on my high horse here for just a second. Well, don't get salburned. <laughs> no, 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 give me a break here. But what I love about an area like Des Moines or anywhere else in the country is you turn on the news. Yes, we're going to have to do away with our art program, our theater program, and everything else at the school because we don't have enough budget. Meanwhile, we have an $8.5 million piece of shit sculpture in downtown. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And this high school of 400 people has a 10,000 seat stadium. <laughs> football, football, football. Yeah. You know those panels on the side of the library are ungodly expensive too if they break. Like, yeah, like 30 grand a piece or something. Wow. Yeah. Wow. We should break those panels and support some <laughs> schools with them, like sell them scraps. Suck it, taxpayers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't um, think they could ever have a, a copper sculpture at the sculpture park. Some East Side method, like, oh, yeah. I'm gonna sell this and get out of this place. <laughs> <laughs> they took their truck up to it. <laughs> okay, be me. It'd be me. <laughs> well, Mark, we're finding that Tuesday night. Is that right? <laughs> Of course not, because that would be illegal. <laughs> you guys are playing Pokemon that night. That's right. You'll be busy. <laughs> um, so growing up, you know, you go spend the night at your friend's house. I don't know. I guess Some... I did. Did you guys? Sometimes. <laughs> slumber I, yeah. parties. I would. I had a cousin that I was close in age with. Yeah. That in the summer I would go. I would spend the nights there. Did you guys? Yeah, I had this one kid. I hit a Nintendo. I only had an Atari, so I was like, "Wow, look at these lifelike graphics!" Because <laughs> <laughs> it's something besides squares and rectangles. So I was like, "Wow." He had a water bed, which was kind of weird oh, to me. Oh yeah, water beds. That's, yeah, that was a big thing. Did you ever get like homesick when you were there having <laughs> <No>. slumber parties? <laughs> I don't think so, because I was never gone. I think only once I did like a week long trip, and that was too much. Yeah. But it'd usually just be a night and that'd be fine. Would it be weird just seeing how other parents were? Yeah. 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 It is weird. Sometimes refreshing. Yeah. <laughs> See, when I was a kid, my parents got divorced when I was really little. So the idea of a mother and a father actually liking each other was just too strange right. for me. I, I couldn't get used to it for the longest time. Yeah. You get enough couples are still married and you still wonder, well, what would it be like if they got along? Right. <laughs> I would always spend the night at my friend's house, and it got to be in high school where it was just like on weeknights too. I'd be over there, and one morning we were sleeping downstairs, and her dad was a cop, and um, her, well, it was like her mom. Staying that with Laura Winslow. Yeah. <laughs> you were friends with. <laughs> but um. Were you Steve Urkel? I was Steve Urkel, and I didn't do it. None of it. None of it. Uh, hey, but... who, do, who doesn't love cheese, right? <laughs> so it was just like. Wait, did you say cheese? <laughs> Her uncle was over one morning, and the cop and him were gonna go hunting, and then I heard them talking, and we were sleeping down in the on the living room on the like fold out bed. And then her dad's like, man, I'd love to be a truck driver. 
girl's head where it's not supposed to be. And I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) and then, so my, we were both sleeping on like the couch bed. And so Uh then I like slapped her and then she goes, I know. And then I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) so we were both up and it was just like, we had to wait and pretend we were sleeping until they left to be like, the fuck is going on here with your stepdad and this man wanting to be truck drivers for like lot lizard jobs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he was a police officer. <laughs> wow. But it was just like anytime I hear a truck driver, I just think in his I can just hear his voice saying, Man, I love like to this. be a truck driver. And that's the only reason he wants to be a truck driver. Yeah. yeah. Mark, we went to school for the wrong thing, didn't we? <laughs> um, that would not be something to make one change jobs. <laughs> like, <laughs> I want some other benefits that don't make me feel creepy. <laughs> Were there weird... Can I just get a warm hug instead? <laughs> were there weird parents like at slumber parties where you guys were? Yeah. What were they doing? Uh, the weirdest thing is um, I remember the mom used to like to mix vodka and ranch dressing as a cocktail. <laughs> wow. What? More parts vodka or more parts ranch Ugh. dressing? I think it's about even. <laughs> <laughs> and just drink it. Just. Oh, weird. Yeah. She put she, so she put a garnish in it, you know, vegetables. Like you're getting closer. Not close. <laughs> we um, and her husband was kind of weird. He was a baseball card collector. He collected one baseball card and tried to get as many copies as he could of it. What? <laughs> I believe it was Raleigh Fingers. Who's like, that? This what is did... the first hipster couple. <laughs> he had a had a handlebar mustache and he had a weird barbershop quartet. Yeah, yeah, picture. <laughs> Yeah, Raleigh Fingers is going to sing Sweetie Online for you. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's, That's crazy. Yeah. What about you guys? Huh? Any weird parents? <laughs> well, like... there was that guy down the street from me when I was like, I don't know, eight. He, well, his son was in my class. His name was Nick. And Nick was having trouble on the first day of school at recess. And like, I think people were making fun of him. He was like, he had a handkerchief, he was blowing his nose a lot, and I don't know why, but I was like, be super nice to him, like, this is not okay, what they're doing to you, and so then he invited me over to his house, Yeah. and uh, I got there, and there were just so many guns inside this, like, I can't even believe it, like, there were cases, a gun case in every room gun and then on every surface like a table or an end table what there were just loose there guns? would just be guns yeah I remember, I remember stuff like that there's and there a... were probably like 500 guns in this house wow we had we crazy. had a couple two houses down from us all they did was drink beer and threaten each other with shotguns <laughs> what? the cops would be there twice a day like okay guys you hit the nightlight a little too heavy now you guys know those weren't loaded because we took the ammo away from you last week wow. yeah. jesus I oh. felt sorry for the kid who lived there, but he was. Well, I can. Is he blowing his nose all the time? And... <laughs> yeah. No, he's beating up the other kids. Like, how dare you have an old home like boom, boom, boom. Oh. Uh. No, there was no. I don't think anyone really had any guns loose. Like, no, I don't remember that. I don't remember any guns like that. Like, there were like. For the one... record, that was weird. That was the only time I ever. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, most people, most places I went, there were a lot of guns. <laughs> you ever have a relative that tried to take you shooting as a kid? No. Mm-mm. No. 
my dad one time did. He gave me a rifle. I was like, shoot that paint bucket over there. He worked at a quarry at the time. I held strong. I pulled the trigger. The gun jumped from my shoulder. It went about 20 feet ahead of me. And yeah. He's like, okay, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> I shot a gun one time, and it it destroyed my shoulder. Like, just destroyed it. So it was just like, meh, okay, I get it. I don't think it's yeah, funny. I don't know how Lee Harvey Oswald did it, but he may look so damn easy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the guy in the grassy knoll made it look so easy. Well, that's right. <clears throat> um, my brother has um, been, like, he got a membership to a shooting range, and then he's been sending me videos of, like, he's been shooting pop bottles, and I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, because I'll see him do it, and then he'll show me the pop bottle, and I'm like, how in the world? I mean, he was in the Marine, so it's like, right. he's he trained, but I was like, holy shit, how is this even happening? And I see the gun, and I'm like, that would break my arm off. Yeah. And he's not even moving. Like, nothing. It's crazy. I, I don't think I've ever shot a gun. I don't know We had to in Spring at Springbrook. Oh, Did you ever the, go there? Yeah. The, what was it, like a nature preserve or mm-hmm. something? And gun range. <laughs> and gun range. And... and... <laughs> Well, we preserve nature, some of the nature. Yeah. <laughs> we Select- killed the rest. <laughs> got to go. Selective nature preserve. I don't think I could trust myself with a gun now. I'm just afraid I'd, like, twitch and, like, even, even paintball. I'm afraid someone hit me with a paintball gun and I'd, like, start shooting and be, like, the Terminator and I'd try to grot them, too. Like, <laughs> the paint's not working here. Man, go to sleep, go to sleep. Paintballs hurt. I don't know why anyone wants to do that. It I'm hurts afraid, to be yeah. It's because they want to murder, but it's something they can get away with instead. Yeah. Yeah. They really hurt. It's riot practice. It is. I imagine Jackson Paul Pollock would have been great at paintball. <laughs> yeah. It's like, look, he's dead and it's beautiful. He loved it too. He could have just sat up and drank and get up and move. I call this one whispering ass kicking. <laughs> <laughs> Number fifty-seven. Um, Forty thousand dollar painting. Give me all your money. I don't know too much about Jackson Pollock. I never watched that movie where everyone, you know, learned all about him. Right. Yeah. I read recently, actually, the reason, uh, the way they could tell if a Jackson Pollock is authentic or fake is the way he did it was actually, was very specific angles and how he drifted off, uh, usually like a dowel, one rod. Yeah. Mm. So it's like, you had to match like the certain angles, these certain degrees or else it wasn't real. I'm like, oh. damn. Yeah. He didn't use brushes much. Was it like Big Lebowski? Coming in on <laughs> swooping in on a thing. White Russians could be. Yeah. Yeah. Very vaginal. <laughs> um, when we were watching Whiplash, I, you know, I kind of, it kind of makes me want to be like, someone discover me doing whatever it is I'm supposed to be doing and then tell me, this is what you're supposed to be doing and you're really good at it. And right. I feel like. Is everyone just waiting to be discovered doing what they're supposed to be doing, and then they find out what they're doing? Yeah. Yeah, my my school never had that. All of our teachers just school was the thing they did between cigarette breaks. (laughs) (laughs) So let's find your magic gift. No, I got menthols in the car. Never mind. (laughs) I think we had a basketball coach who would smoke in the hallway at halftime. What? (laughs) In the school, just in the school. Yeah. I think a guidance counselor has glue. I smell like he was making models in there. Seriously? I didn't care. He had peanut in and out. I was like, oh, oh my life sucks. <laughs> Spanish teacher in my high school, what she would do in our Spanish class is she would pop in a, a video of like yeah. how to learn Spanish, which was total bullshit. She'd go down to the lounge and have a beer. 
Oh my god. Wow. True Jesus. Story. I thought I had shitty teachers. I did I know. It's just like did we all have But is it because we're all from small to towns? Say the for teachers my, for my for my my high school we were ninety five percent really good teachers. There's like yeah. only like two or three that were bad. I remember in twelfth grade, our our, our um, government teacher was like a conspiracy theorist. Great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was so it I, Jesse Ventura? So I'm not yeah. actually sure how accurate my education was. Listen, Mark. <laughs> I'm just asking. I'm questions. just asking the question. <laughs> the Coast Guard has black helicopters, but they paint them white and orange to hide them. <laughs> I, was I a know Navy these things. Seal. I was a Navy Seal. <laughs> I oh, like God. the way when he talks, he always makes his head go like this. <laughs> yeah. He has that kind of thing with his voice like this, where everything has a th and a tuh to yeah. everything he says. Yeah. I was always sad when he was a governor, he never wore a feather boa to any of his press yeah. conferences. Like, that's your thing, man. Come on. Now he's just in tie-dye shirts off the grid. He's a, I'm off the grid. <laughs> Does he live in Costa Rica or something? Mexico. Yeah, probably he's with Randy Clay. Yeah. <laughs> he's off the grid, and he wears tie-dye all the time. Which you should if you're off the grid. Yeah, yeah, that's number one clue that someone's off the grid. Tie dye. Yeah. <laughs> it's a special pattern so the lizard people can't see them. <laughs> God, I wish we had conspiracy theorist teachers. That would be a lot more fun. I would have got sucked in so bad if that was happening. Mine were like... just crazy, what like right wing religious fanatics. Oh God! I, I knew a few when I was in high school. Then like nine eleven happened. They had this big "I told you so" look in their face for like a fucking decade. Like, okay, we got it. We got it. You were right, because something eventually happened that went wrong. <laughs> My teachers were all just really into sports, I think. Yeah. You know, most the of them were coaches yeah. and teachers, and it was just kind of like, I guess we'll teach, and we'll be like, yeah. coaches. It sports. was all sports analogies and sports analogies, and, oh, what, you're doing a play? <laughs> you know, like. No, th no oh. thought was given to the art department whatsoever. Yeah. You know, it's funny you mentioned that because I had I had just the opposite experience when I went to college. Like yeah. a lot of times what ends up happening is you have all these jocks, all these like wrestlers and football players, basketball players, that kind of pick on and make fun of the more artsy people. Mm -hmm. Well, I was both. I did wrestling in high school and then I also did theater. Those are mm -hmm. two things that I did and I excelled at. So when I went to college, I had to make the decision to want to wrestle or to want to do theater. Because so when you get to the college level, you really it's, want to you have to yeah. donate you have to, you have a to lot more time, time yeah. to one. So I picked theater. And there, oh my God, those kids hated me. <laughs> really? You don't lift weights. You don't like wrestling. Right. You don't do that stuff. So they, I came in there, you know, and, you know, like you look at me, I got big arms, I got a big <clears> chest. <throat> and their, their attitude toward me, towards me was pretty much... You lift weights. You don't belong here. Fuck you. Yeah, there's a, the there's an ostracism in both. Maybe maybe you should have yeah. worn a black turtleneck. Right. Maybe that would have helped. Right. <laughs> like, what are you talking about, idiot? Yeah. They're they're painting. The, Get yeah. out of here, faggot. Yeah, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. Like, there's an ostracism in pretty much any community. Yeah. yeah, not in the podcast community. Not in the no. We're all friends. Yeah, we're all friends. We're having a good. I'm time. I'm a guest friend. <laughs> no, you're you're part. You're, of, you're the co-host of the week. Yeah, I'd <laughs> yeah. say seventies talk show. You're yeah. a beloved family member of the Nothing's Too Weird family. Yeah, well, Mike and I, when Mark and I are, see, I said it to you. When Mike, Mark and I, when Mark and I are Mike playing now. playing video games, I'm his friend out in public. I'm his <clears> my his acquaintance, Stephen. <laughs> Luke and I were kind of having a discussion last night about are people ashamed to be our friends because I feel that way <laughs> like sometime I'm like why aren't you saying hi to me is it embarrassing to right. be my friend I feel that way like right. when we were there I'm like why aren't you saying hi to me 
like, aren't we friends? You sat and talked to me for an hour and a half. <laughs> that, happened to me, that happened to me the other day at the grocery store. Hey, really? no. Grandma, me. It's Steven. Grandma, it's me, Steven. <laughs> I think I've only felt that way when I, like, personally invited, like, 400 people to any given open mic and none of them come. Like, right. But... Maybe I'm just hallucinating all these people. <laughs> but it kind of reminds me, like, I don't know if this ever happened to you in high school, but people would be, like, my friend on the weekend, and then at school they'd be like, I'm not talking to you. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Yeah. And, like, so then it's like, are you only my friend on the podcast? What's wrong with me? Why am I embarrassing? <laughs> yeah. Then I get into cause mode and I'm fine. And it's fine. Yeah. So let's get into cause mode. Okay, we're doing 48 hour film. Cause mode activate. Activate cause mode. Next weekend, 48 hour film. Mm-hmm. Scott, you ready? No. No. <laughs> now, how that works is it gives you like a theme and like a prop to use. Yeah, mm-hmm. and a but you can do pretty much anything else. You know? <coughs> mm-hmm. Do you like to stick to a certain genre of film that you like? They to do? Get, well, we don't they give you the, the genre? genre. This yeah. year, yeah. this year it's assigned. Okay, so it won't be drawn. They got smart. There's no yeah. stupid okay. reason for everyone to literally pick out of a hat a random thing. Right. They can just assign a random thing. Okay. Well, that's so. Good. Yeah, we'll it's the ass- same deal. We'll be assigned two genres this year, and we can pick one. Okay. Or we'll try to do other. both. Yeah, combine them. Country yeah. Western Musical and Gritty Crime Noir. <laughs> That's Country Scott... Western Musical, Rhinestone. <laughs> Dolly Parton, Sylvester Stallone. And mix it with Sin City. Another movie I could watch. <laughs> you know, the they already made that movie. Stop or my mom will shoot. Right. <laughs> so, I'm, you know, anxieties are running high. And yeah, that's the part you, you can never re- truly prepare. I mean, no, because it's like we don't know what's going on. Right. So. It's like how great my my lady was during my bad time. I wanted to talk to people and I couldn't leave the house. Yeah. So she talked to me with this giraffe puppet. He's like, "Hey, Mark, how you doing there, buddy boy?" I'm like, "That's awesome." And I'd have a dialogue between the puppet and her. Like, yeah, that is love. That is love. And sometimes I'll hand her puppets like, "I need to be social." Oh, that's (laughs) nice. (laughs) Maybe that's a little too private. No, that's good. I think that's very sweet. Yeah. Um, okay, so we're gonna, I just want to send this out to reminder to the internet. <coughs> you don't need to put everything on Facebook. <laughs> like, all your thoughts and feelings. Just leave some of them like, you know, this is my thought. Yeah. That everyone doesn't need to know. I'm talking about you, and I'm glad we got you here. <laughs> a, a very good example of that is, like, if you have constantly bad relationships. Yes. And you see, I don't know what went wrong. Just look in the mirror. Remember Just what you are, Facebook, and yeah, yeah. Just see below. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like uh, I have this app called Time Hop. Yes, mm-hmm. oh God, and it's like between the times I'm single and I'm not single, I can see different years. I'm like, <laughs> I'm really funny, and I'm like, oh, I'm a really whiny emo. <laughs> Mine's consistently for seven years now that like you know this Time Hop is going back. Mm-hmm tons of animals i must just be like here you go guys this is what you want (laughs) so there's never been a time where i'm like you fucking idiot like but i can kind of remember when bad things were happening because i'll share like certain things and i'm like oh i remember that that's when i got in trouble for laughing like you know brings back nice memories i got so embarrassed with stuff i had written in the past i just created a new facebook Just get wipe the slate wipe clean. clean. Sometimes I just hope that next year I don't see it again. Or it's something I don't like. like. <laughs> well, so in a way that has to make you happy. It's shown that you've grown growth. and gotten better as a person. I don't want to see my growth. I just <laughs> want to know that it's happened. 
I never see this growth. and just like, I just like to slow the decline a little. It's <laughs> <laughs> so like, you know, being 38, I thought I'd be a really big asshole. But, you know, I don't think I'll be the asshole now until like 47. So kudos. Yeah. Maybe a Jesus asshole. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what we all can strive for. <laughs> so that's just a reminder to everyone. Like, your kid's going through puberty. Don't mention Leave, it. And, yeah. Leave your kids Think about your it. kid. Yeah. If puberty's bad enough. Yeah. They don't need to have the They don't whole... need everyone to know. They don't... fucking terrible to be grown up now. Yeah. 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 Terrible. Yeah. yeah. I mean, my friends it's that sucks, kids, but... They post, like, every picture of their kid online. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, do you want... Do what, I mean, think about that. When you're 20 yeah. years old, do you want to know that there are people staring at your winky when you were... Yes. Mm-hmm. Your entire life. And, of course, yes, online. I do. <laughs> but you not everyone. Start, you could start with a sex tape. Into your conception, into your birth, <laughs> your entire yeah. life, yeah. and then a snuff film at the end. <laughs> your whole life. When the, the police internet. officer kills you. Yeah. At the end. Yeah. It's like um, when I was a kid, yeah, you had bullies, but <clears throat> I didn't have bullies that would anonymously message me online to kill myself. Yeah. Wow. They'd just yeah. be a dick to you in person, you know, like you should. Yeah. And you can be free at night, like yeah. free from all the, like, it's bullshit. like, take me away, A team. <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine what kids are going through, like, online. And especially if their parents, like, because I'll see parents complain about things their kids are doing. And I'm like, you know, these kids are 10, they're about to be on the internet. Right. You know, their parents are reading it yeah. and thinking, like, allow them to be 10. You know, I, yeah. was a, I was a history major in college. Yeah. And one of the things I'll say about history is people often don't know history's happening when it's happening. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you right now, when we're all in our 70s, 80s, we live in the age of overexposure. Yeah. I mean, you can't, there's nothing private anymore. That's the reason why everybody hates all of our politicians. It's not because the politicians 50 years ago were such great men and great people. <laughs> we didn't we, know everything didn't about, about, them. about them. I like that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Reasonable <laughs> anonymity. Yeah. yeah. I don't look forward to being 70 or 80. Bunch of old geezers playing Call of Duty in nursing home. I'm going to teabag you now, you bag. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what's going on in nursing homes. A lot of sex. That's oh, what I yeah. hear. You yeah. Bet. Oh, yeah. You know, it's it funny. Smells like ammonia and you got a rash. You yeah. go into a nursing home today and, like, you listen to them listen to music. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, they're like, and dancing cheek to cheek. Can you imagine when we're older? Grand, <laughs> Grand, Grandpa Steven, you motherfucker going to get down with my brother. Yeah, brother, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your kids say you didn't know music. This is old dirty bastard. He kept it real. (laughs) 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 About sweat dripping down your balls and stuff. With all all the senior sex, that'll still be a relevant song to them, too. (laughs) (laughs) Now, after all that, we've reached plugs. So I'll start with plugs. Everyone think of something you want to plug while I'm spouting off about plugs. I don't care what it's pertaining to. It doesn't have to be a big life event. Plug something you love. Okay. Um, So we, of course, want to plug our best friends in podcasting, the Cold Sweats (coughs) podcast. They've had new stuff coming out, so listen to it. Dinner for Two has not had new stuff coming out, but go watch it if you haven't seen it. I'd like to be on again, Denver, so... Call me and get your haircut by TJ. I have set up an appointment to get my haircut by TJ. And so has someone, um, a listener, Ashley, at my work, is going to get her haircut by TJ. And I just think she's going to have a great time. Awesome. And I hope she has 
you know, I don't even have to worry about her having a great time. She's going to have a great time. And TJ, gonna... yes, I am making an appointment. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's taking a while. I'm letting it it's grow out. It's been a while. Out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm letting my hair grow out a little bit, and then I'll be ready. But, TJ, thank you for that. Me and TJ have some things to talk about, a new multi-level marketing. It involves toilets and poop, but <laughs> we won't to get into that now. Um, so we'll be doing our movie, and I just would like to tell everyone, love our movie. It's coming out, um, and I hope Val is having fun. She's at a birthday party tonight, so hope Happy having, birthday, whoever. Uh, yeah, happy birthday, whoever, but mostly hope you're having fun at the party, Val. And Luke, what do you have to plug? Um, well, I'm plugging the 48-hour film. Yeah, love uh, it. I'm excited for that. Uh, I'm plugging, uh, bicycling this week. Oh yeah. I've been, uh, bicycling a lot more yeah. and it's great and everyone should do it, yeah. but stay off the road, go to a designated trail. Thank you. Yes. Or, or a sidewalk. I'd rather you hit a pedestrian. And if than you're a running, car. go on the sidewalk too. People right. People run the road instead of the sidewalk. Right. And, uh, the new album we're working on. Yeah. That'll that'll be out sometime, so look for that. Everything's sounding really good. I'm really excited. You're, are you excited about it, Scott? No, I'm, he's not. I'm, but <laughs> I'm very excited. He had to get the microphone super close for that. No, it's going to be really good. He so. had to contain his composure. Just, you know. <laughs> All right, who wants to plug something next? Scott. I got nothing. You've got to plug something. <laughs> what? What do Whatever I... you want. How about an everyday household object that's changed your life? Yeah. Oh, I'm plug the neighbor for still... Is his RV still in the No, room? it's gone today. <laughs> he left it? Okay, well, good. I want to plug him for moving his RV. <laughs> plug yeah. has become a bad thing. I'm going to plug you. <laughs> it's a threat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, boy. I want to plug reading. Yeah. You know, hey. because you know what, guys? There are libraries out there. Not everything has to be watched on a television. Mm -hmm. You can open up a book and you have a great story. So I'm plugging reading. That's a good plug. Yes. Mm -hmm. Libraries, not just for going to the bathroom anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but you can go to the bathroom. You can, can you? I never see a bathroom in a library. Is I'm it? sure they have. Them. The one downtown Scotland is so now. nice. They have dividers, so it's, it's great. You want, you, want, you want to hear something pathetic about me? Now, I'm not going to act like I'm a huge reader. I read about 25 to 50 books a year. So not big-time reader, but kind of a reader. That's and a, anyway, reader. I have belonged. I haven't read 50 books yet. I live in southeast Des Moines, and I have belonged to the Urban, Urbandale Public Library for the longest time. And the reason why is because I thought the closest library to me was downtown library. Yeah. And I hate going there. Never a place to park. You have to <laughs> wait in line for other people. Somebody else always has a book you want to read. So, um, I found out the other day when I was driving Uber, there's actually a library 1.8 miles from my house. <laughs> I haven't known about this for three years. Life changing? Yes. And people are like, you could have just looked that up. No, because when I looked it up on the internet, it showed the downtown one as being the closest one. You know, lies. the internet lies. Yes, internet lies. No! No! <laughs> really? I can't! It's a computer! <laughs> right. You can tell me next to Star Wars kid even like Star Wars? <laughs> you just don't want to be known as the Battlestar Galactica kid? People at home thinking to themselves right now that uh, Mr. I-80 has a really boring life. No. Well, everybody has a boring life. It just depends how you look at it. That's yeah. true. Right. That's 100% true. I think the best you could hope for is a boring life. 
There's yeah. truth to that. Yeah, a lot less uh, gunfire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. You mentioned movies earlier. Has anybody in this room besides me ever seen the film An Unremarkable Life? No. No, okay. but it sounds like my marriage. <laughs> <laughs> Which is over, by the way, guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't get married before you're like 30. That's yeah. solid advice, I think. Well, except for you, Jamie Markle, because you're, you're 26 right now. Say. <laughs> <laughs> You asked me to be in your wedding earlier, and it's like, anyway, I just had to wait another five years for this to happen. <laughs> well, you see, I'm, I'm not around people enough, so so far my groomsman is you and that draft puppet. <laughs> and remember, I'm the groomsman. You don't have to pay for the yeah. food for the puppet. He's going to be holding the ring. Right. <laughs> I'm going to get a little clip-on bow tie. It's going to be swank as hell. <laughs> what are you plugging, Mark? I think tonight, Internet Land, I'm going to do a public service announcement. Yeah. Men... You fancy that guy or girl you want in part of your life? I'm going to put parts of you into them. I repeat, do not, do not send an unsolicited dick pic. Thank you. Yes. That's a good one. If you're going to do that, get fancy. You could have told me this. A 14th century wood carving or an oil painting. <laughs> Maybe even a bas relief carved in marble. Oh, God. Because yeah. it shows you care enough to spend money on it. <laughs> Not click wiener send. No. Click wiener send. Click wiener send. Obviously, that's going to be the name, name of the of movie. The, yeah. Either that or dick it or ticket. <laughs> that is the perfect plug. We're wrapping it up with that. Thank you for being here, you guys. It's been I super enjoyed it. fun. Thank you. And thanks for listening. And thanks, leave, guys. Us, leave us iTunes reviews and like us on Facebook, please. I know you're out there, Germany. Just fucking like <laughs> Do it, us. Germany. Yeah. You too, Bye. Luxembourg. Yeah. I'll be there same. Talk to me about that one big break. Spread the ear pollution.